Do you consider yourself wicked or righteous? Why does it matter? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 95 of Tractate Subus, and we learned that the more you tell yourself you are righteous, the more righteously you will act. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. The Gemara in Brachas teaches that Tzaddik is directed by his good inclination. The Rasha, the wicked man, is directed by his bad inclination. The Benani, an average person, is directed by both. Rabbah commented, like us, we're Benanim. How can you say that? asks his disciple Abaye. The master is not giving a chance for anyone else to survive. If the great Rabbah is only considered average, every other person on the, in the world, in comparison, must be wicked. What did Rabbah mean by his enigmatic comment? Let's look at today's Gemara. Abaya said, If a man said to an unmarried woman, My property is hereby bequeathed to you, and after you die it will pass to so and so. And the woman went and married someone and then died. Her husband takes possession of the property and is considered a purchaser. And the after you person receives nothing in a case where there is a husband. In accordance with whose opinion did Abaye rule? In accordance with the opinion of the Tanah that taught, My property is hereby bequeathed to you, and after you die it will pass to so-and-so. And the first beneficiary entered, i.e. took possession of the field and sold it. The second beneficiary has the right to repossess that property from the purchasers. This is the statement of Rebbe. Rabbi Gamaliel says the second beneficiary has a claim only to that which the first beneficiary left over. And did Abaye actually said so? Didn't Abaye say who is a cunningly wicked person? A Rasha Oram, one who gives his fellow advice to sell his property in accordance with the ruling of Ramashim Gamliel in order to prevent the second beneficiary from taking possession of the property. Did he say that the woman should be advised to marry? He said his ruling with regard to a case where the woman did get married. Let's analyze the Gemara. In various places in the Torah and the Gemara, we find Abaye's term, Rasha Aram, cunningly wicked. In Sota, we learn that the Rasha Aram is responsible for destroying the world. And in Parshas Mishpatim, the Torah states, If a man shall sin against his fellow to murder him with cunning. Rabbeinu Bachai explains that murder necessitates cunning. The murderer must plot the perfect time and place to commit the crime. Where does this cunning originate? He explains from the snake of the Garden of Eden, there was more cunning than any beast upon the face of the earth. The snake's wily ways brought Eve and Adam to sin, and that led to the very first murder by Cain. Therefore, says Rabbi Machai, any person who plans to sin is called cunningly wicked. Nobody's perfect. When we act contrary to the will of God, at that moment we are considered wicked, and in order to restore our righteous status, we need to repent. Unless we think that those great individuals who never sin are not prone to it, Rabba reminds us that his spiritual service was also a constant struggle between the voices inside his head pulling him in either direction. But if we're all struggling, why was Abaye so concerned with his teacher's adoption of the Benani, the average title? Because such a declaration may lead to hopelessness on the part of the masses. If even the great Rabba wasn't righteous, could anyone else ever expect to strive for righteousness? Rabbi Shimon teaches, do not be wicked in your own eyes. Rambam explains that when a person thinks of himself as wicked, he loses his motivation to improve any deficiency that he may have. After all, if I was born a sinner and will forever remain a sinner, then why bother making any effort? The key to achieving righteousness is to think of yourself as righteous. 
What then happens is that you adopt the attitude of is pasnished, which means it's not appropriate. If you believe that you're a righteous person, then you're going to constantly strive to lead a life that is morally and spiritually exceptional. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. You are righteous and you know what you need to do to maintain your elevated spiritual stature. You are a tzaddik. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. Our sages tell us that if a man betrays a woman on condition that I am a complete tzaddik, I'm completely righteous, the marriage is effective. Even if we know that he was a terrible sinner his whole life, we assume that at that moment he resolved in his mind to do to shiver to repent. Just like that, in a mere instant, he has transformed his mindset. But it's not enough just to know you're a tzaddik. You need to constantly remind yourself. You need to verbalize it. Your constant mantra should be, I am a tzaddik. The more you tell yourself that you are a tzaddik, the more it will become ingrained in your very essence and dictate every aspect of your life. You know that you're not wicked. After all, wickedness is equated with premeditated misbehavior. That's not you. You might not always get it right, but you're a tzaddik and you get it right nine times out of ten. In God's eyes, he considers you a tzaddik as long as you're getting it right most of the time. May you always keep reminding yourself that you are a tzaddik and forever prosper spiritually, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.